Cheers. Ah, welcome. Uh, thanks for listening to the Richie Rich and Westford Show. We are coming to you live from West Hollywood, California, talking about the week's trending topics and asking our sex question of the week. Mm, we got a lot of responses this week to our sex question, so I can't wait to get to that. And we have a special guest host, Ian Carlos Crawford. Hey, Ian. Hi. Hi. <laughs> well, uh, you also have a, a podcast. It's a Buffy podcast. You guys just got up on iTunes, yeah? Yeah, yeah. With a lot of help from you. Aww. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you guys kind of focus on? I mean, obviously you're Buffy focused on your show, but what's your, uh, can you tell our audience a little bit about it and have them, you know? Yeah. So we're called Slayer Fest 98 and, uh, it's me and my friend Matthew Rodriguez. We kind of just go through all the episodes of Buffy. We're just finishing up discussing season one. Um, but we also put out, like, we're trying to do other episodes. Like, we did a special episode just about that, like, Entertainment Weekly reunion cover. Yeah. And, like, shoot. Um, and, yeah, we go through, like, every episode. We usually do two episodes, a podcast. But, and we're doing them in order. But, like, for the bigger episodes, like season premieres and season finales, we just talk about one episode. So, yeah, you know, it's, I like doing it, and it's my favorite nerd thing, so. Yeah. That's great. Now, I love Buffy. I just re-watched the entire series not yeah, too long ago. So, <laughs> yeah. Like, every time Richie Rich came over to do the podcast, it was all like, on. oh, there's Buffy again. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Were you missing uh, anyone in the Entertainment Weekly reunion? Yes. Yeah. Um for me, like, I mean, I missed Giles, but they said that, like, he even, Anthony Stewart had tweeted that he was, like, doing a play in London, so that's why he couldn't go. Mm-hmm. But for yeah, me, it's, it's really weird that they wouldn't invite Faith, Eliza Dushku. Yeah, that is strange. And she said in some interview that, like, she was never a main cast member, so she didn't expect to be invited, but she was, like, a really important member of the cast, it seems like. She was there fucking enough. She was. I mean, she was, like, very pivotal to... She was sure as hell had a lot more to do with the show than Seth Green or whatever the fuck. Right? Yeah. (laughs) You know? I was like, why is Oz there? Wasn't he on for, like, one season? I, like, forget about him. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Oh, me too. Well, it's weird because, like, I had a big crush on him at the time. Like, when it aired, like, he was, like the hot nerd babe who was like in a band for me like <laughs> so did i i don't like, feel that, alone that anymore Green still does it for me but like yeah. i forget that he was on the show just because like i think of willow and tara as like the big couple mm-hmm. right right like who cares about them i hear you well <laughs> uh everyone that's listening go search slayer fest 87 or, uh, 98. 90, 98, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Slayer Fest 98. It's going to be a great show, you guys. Um, it's Wes's birthday. He can get as drunk and, <laughs> and that, nonsensical as he wants. Yeah, that's true. It is my birthday. You're way, in way better shape than I was last year. Yeah, that's true. Oh, my God. Oh. Richie Rich on his birthday came in I after came like in three wasted. shots. Lit. I, yeah. drank, I drank water until, like, the last, like, five minutes of the show. I was like, I can't have any wine. Plastered. Yeah, I was like, this is going to go really well. 
So we've got a lot to talk about this week, and uh, we're really excited to ha have you here. I'm glad you could call in all the way from New York. So thank you yeah. for Skyping with us and staying up late. Staying awake. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've got some celebrity shade this week. We'll be talking about um, some drama with Spice Girls. We'll be uh, talking about Britney Spears, Ricky Martin. Uh, Anne Hathaway and the Pepsi ad that pissed off the internet this week. We also have some nerd news. Uh, <laughs> Squirrel Girl. Yeah. Get ready. And uh, a little a little shade on Ghost in the Show, which we talked about uh, last week as well. So mm -hmm. Now, before that, we want to do some shout-outs. Uh, Richie, Rich, do you have anyone this week that you want to shout-out to? I do, and I'm not sure if I shouted her out before. Um... But I'm shouting out Ginny Zaniga. She is my lovely office manager who listens to us all the time. And oh. it's kind of weird because when I go in the office, I hear my voice. And <laughs> right. I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm like, Who's this is creepy. Me? Can you like do this when I'm not like around? Yeah, wear headphones. <laughs> and, and also, Herman, our maintenance man, listens to us as well and sent me a Snapchat of, of again, <laughs> my voice in the car oh my God. when he was driving somewhere. So thanks for the support, y'all. Oh, that's great. Well, I'm going to give a shout out to um, Jax Taylor and Brittany Cartwright, who <laughs> I actually met today at the studio. I, I taught a class today for my birthday. It was like an all divas class. So it was like Brittany and like Janet. And like we started off with like Janet if, you know, all that. Yes. So yeah, it was really, really fun class. And well, unbeknownst to me when they asked me, because I was telling them, when we went in, they had written us a bunch of stuff on the mirror for me. They had drawn a Wonder Woman logo. Mm -hmm. And they wrote my Twitter handle on the mirror so everyone mm -hmm. could, like, you know, send me a birthday photo or wish me happy birthday or whatever. Nudes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, Jax had looked me up, and my Twitter photo right now is the shot I did as, like, Prince Leo mm -hmm. with the big buns and yes. my hair and the, the little skinny gun. And he was like, oh my God, I love this. This is so funny. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm into all that nerd stuff. And I watch like this and that and blah, blah. And then they kind of looked at each other and they're like, oh, do you watch anything else like reality shows? And I went on a total rant about how much I hate reality shows. Oh my <laughs> God. Talk about them on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jackson and Brittany are on a reality show <laughs> called... Oh, those Vanderpump Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> <laughs> And they were so funny about it because they're like, you know what? Your life is better off without it. And they followed me on Twitter and they gave me a, sh and they gave me a shout out on Twitter and they worked their asses off in class. So that I thought they awesome. were really, really fun. That's hilarious. <laughs> so I didn't, did not mean to insult them whatsoever. I was just talking shit about that show the other day. <laughs> I've never, I've honestly never seen it. I refuse to. I couldn't to. tell I've, you a good I've... or bad thing about it whatsoever. So I don't know. I have enough shit um, in my own bar, let alone I don't want to watch anyone else's shit. <laughs> that's true. You already work in it. Yeah. Yes. You already have enough drama. Ugh. So, yeah, I don't watch that or The Housewives or any of that other stuff. So. Wait, really? No. I watch Beverly Hills. I, I don't either, but, um, yeah. That's, I feel like I, that's very uncommon to find another. I mean, I don't, like, care. I reviewed Prince Charming for yeah. a while. Yeah. <laughs> like, fun to do because I don't watch reality show and because... Ooh, boy, is that show a nightmare? But yeah, I wouldn't actually watch reality shows. 
just not really my thing. I mean, I have a lot of friends who are into the housewives and all that stuff, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, you guys. Well, let's dive into it up front. I have, I don't think it's the first kind of big celebrity death of the year, but definitely a comedy icon, Don Rickles, passed away this week. So, rest in peace. Bye, bitch. Don was a (laughs) uh, insult comedian and a very unpleasant human being, but very, very funny. (laughs) Tell us how you really feel. I know. I mean, I, you know, it is what it is. But he's, uh, you know, obviously was fucking hilarious and was, I think, most well known for like roasting other celebrities. And, you know, that was his style of. Mm -hmm. Of humor and, and kind of like what we do in the show. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean that in the nicest way. No, you don't. <laughs> you totally don't. <laughs> Although, funny story, he did call a friend of mine. It's either a girly boy or a sissy boy or something like that, and my friend loved it. Like he wasn't insulted <laughs> at all. Looks <laughs> like told the story over and over again. He just loved it, and he would just laugh. He was so tickled. Um, to be insulted by Don Rickles is an honor, even if he's gay bashing you. In other news up front, just one real quick thing. I think I might have mentioned a couple episodes ago that a friend of mine uh, passed away, Mm -hmm. and her name was Bonnie Teagle. She was a behind-the-scenes producer, talent manager, slash, you know, everything. And she knew pretty much every celebrity from, you know, George Clooney on down. And she passed away earlier this year. And I went to her um, celebration of life this past week. It was held on the Entertainment Tonight uh, soundstage. And Mary Har and Vicki Lawrence and a bunch of other people gave really nice, you know, little told little stories about her and all this stuff. But they, Annette, and the one thing about Bonnie, and I think Vicki Lawrence said, she was a very well-liked person in a town full of not very well-liked people. (laughs) (laughs) Very well said. And she was. She was such a warm, like, giving, caring person. Bonnie hooked me up in Vegas with hotel rooms. Mm -hmm. Bonnie hooked me up at Magic Castle. Like... If you told her, like, oh, I'm going to do this. Oh, I know somebody. I'm going to get you this. Or, oh, I'm going to do this this weekend. Oh, my God. You have to go here because I know this person. You're going to get... Like, she constantly gave to other people. And uh, in order to um, uh, honor her and to keep that tradition alive, they started the Bonnie Teagle Memorial Fund, uh, which will help... um, I, I know it's young women for sure because a lot of her like interns and mm. assistants were all it was always Team Teagle and it was always like all girls um, but she was really you know promoting women within the industry and I believe it specifically goes towards helping uh, women in the in the industry mm. so you could look up the uh, Bonnie Teagle Memorial Fund check that out and um, yeah R.I.P. Bonnie yeah that sounds that's really nice yeah, and it was, you know what, it was really nice to be able to have that celebration of life. The family did their yeah. own private thing with the funeral and all mm-hmm. that. And then to be able to have everyone come together and, um, oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, it was a nice way to say goodbye and have some closure. Aw. Yeah, that's sweet. That's sweet. Okay, well, we've been sweet. 
Like, look at you having feelings for a change. <laughs> That's enough. Right? <laughs> it's time for Celebrity Shade. Where are we starting at first? Ooh, okay, well, <laughs> let's start light and then we'll work up. So, Barry Manilow came out this week at 72, Three? 73, yeah, as being a homosexual and shocker yeah exactly that was kind of the response around the world but then some people actually got upset with that response and mm. were saying that you know the reason it takes people to this day you know so long to come out is they still feel judged no matter what and I had a friend post something like this on Facebook and I could see where he was coming from maybe some people were you know saying it that way but I guess it was more like yeah, girl, we knew. We know. And, you know, you're part of the club. So. <laughs> you already have been. Yeah. So I guess I don't really. I didn't see any insult to that, but some people. Me either. Were, you you know, know, people get offended by everything, so. Well, I mean, I, I, I get it. Like, I feel like. I don't know. Like, I mean, I feel like also. Also, I thought I knew that he came out. Like, not even like, oh, I I'm thought... shocked. Right? Like, oh, like, no one's surprised. Like, I literally thought that I knew he came out, like, a few <laughs> years ago. Um, yeah. But clearly, I was wrong. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Because didn't Count Hardly Wait already teach us that Mandy was about his dog and not about <laughs> a woman he loved? Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, good for him. I was a little yeah. conflicted by it just because, like, on one hand, I'm like, well, you know, he's 73 and I'm sure he'll do concerts here and there or whatever, but. Yeah. It's a it's a very safe space to be in and you're not really risking a lot when you're basically, you know, retired. And That's then true. and then I was like, well, what business is it of mine to decide when someone is allowed to come out or, you know, so yeah. everyone kind of yeah. has their own journey with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. And I think being his age, obviously, you know, from a very different time where yeah. You just didn't, you know, you just didn't come out. Yeah. You just didn't do that. So I think it was very, still very brave. And I think it's brave, you know, every time someone comes out. So Yeah. I mean, we I have a, there's like an older family member on my conservative side of my family. And my mom is always trying to get him to come out by like telling him things about me. And I'm like, mom, that's not going to work. Like, it's <laughs> just not going to work. <laughs> like, he's older, he's from a different time. His, his partner is, is his roommate. Right. Um, oh gosh. I'm yeah. like that. He's just. I'm like he's fine doing that. Let him do his thing. Like let yeah. him say that that's what it is. That it's just his roommate, and they're fine. Like he's not upset about it. He probably is fine with his partner when they're alone, or like when they're with their gay friends. Yeah. I don't know. Like let him do him. <laughs> yeah. Usually it is like they're out with their group of friends, and that's where they feel the most comfortable, and they just don't really feel the need to talk about it or be out about it in front of others. Yeah. So. I mean, granted, I would go insane if I dated someone who did that, but it works for them, whatever. There's no way I could date someone who wasn't out of the closet. No. No. Even mm -hmm. my... Been there, done that, not no. anymore. Even my last boyfriend, his family was, like, super... Oh, they were born again. Oh, So Lord. it was well known. Like, I never met them, and they didn't have any interest in mm -hmm. meeting me. I mean, that was kind of sad. Oh. Well, all right. Like, yeah. Well, we were together for four years. And I never once Jeez. met anyone in his family. 
None except of them? like one random cousin. <laughs> like, came over drunk one night. That was it. <laughs> yeah. So very, very strange. But so he weird. was out to them. I mean, it wasn't like he was hiding it from them. Yeah. Like, they yeah. Knew. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think I could do that. Mm-mm. Oh my all. god! Do you, mean, do you you know what? You guys, I just realized. Did I actually say what the sex question was? This. No, you totally didn't. I teased it a little bit, and then we started talking about Buffy, and I got (laughs) really distracted. Uh, Those are my two favorite subjects, too, Buffy and sex. All right, so before we go on to our next topic, then, we'll just really quick talk about the sex topic. Uh, Would you rather have sex with someone you're sort of attracted to or no sex at all? That's the sex topic this week. Sorry, it's a little late. So those are your options. Either sex with someone sort of attractive or none at all, which means you do not get off. You do not. It's no, there's no sex, even with yourself. People were, I, people were trying to get I, me to clarify on Twitter. And I was like, no. You either have sex. <laughs> not at all. Or you don't. Like, that's it. All right. Um, and we'll answer that at the end of the show. Sorry, I meant to tease okay. that. Up. I was like, do I get to answer this? Because I have a lot of, I have a lot of things to say about this. <laughs> we'll get to that at the end of the show. I should have said it right at the top, but we started talking about Buffy, and I got distracted. <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday. It's your birthday. You're allowed to do um, Let's continue with some celebrity shade then, and we'll get to some juicy shit. Mel B of the Spice Girls filed for divorce this week. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what's going on? Um, well, she's married, well, was married to um, Stephen Belafonte, who's Harry Belafonte's son. And she um, claimed that he physically and sexually abused her, that he had an affair with their nanny, that he paid her off $300,000 of her own money. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, and I guess there are pictures. And Shit. her sister went off on a rant. Using a bunch of hashtags like abusive husband, like all kinds of shit. And yeah, so shit's about to hit the fan. Um, I totally saw this coming because those two have come into my restaurant about up until about end of last fall. They were there for about a year. And we had a very attractive... Um, light-skinned black bartender, and when Mel B was not there, Stephen would come in and hit on our bartender. And she's like, I think that he's trying to, like, get me to, like, do something with him. I'm like, no, I think he's just trying to get something, do something with you, period. Mm -hmm. Because it was never when Mel was around, and they were just, they're really chill. Yeah. She was just coming to the bar, usually by herself at first, and he'd join, and then she'd have to go do something, because I don't know what the fuck he does. Besides, live off his parents' money, but she's working. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, she'd pop in, have some drinks, she's have some food, and she'd be like, I'm gone. And he'd be there, and the drunker he got, the more flirtatious he got with our bartender. Oh, shit. Mm hmm. So, that definitely wasn't a surprise to me. And good for you, girl, for getting out of that damn relationship. Okay. Zigga zigga. Girl power. You need more wine. I do. Give me some more. Well, in other Spice Girl-related news, and P.S., how excited am I that we're talking about the Spice Girls so much in 2017? <laughs> right? Uh, I always say that their reunion concert was, like, my favorite drag show I've ever been to. <laughs> yes! I saw it twice. I saw it once here in L.A. and again in Vegas. It was great. Amazing. 
Well, also this week, Victoria Beckham, a.k.a. Posh Spice, a.k.a. the best one, she <laughs> pissed off Melanie C., Yes. I guess because she went and did an episode of Car Karaoke to promote her clothing line, and but w- won't do a reunion. She's already done a fucking reunion, and even in the reunion, everyone is saying a solo song except for Victoria. Victoria just <laughs> strutted out on a catwalk <laughs> and pointed, that, right? yes, pointed a few times and submerged into the floor, <laughs> and I was completely here for it. Was not mad at it at all. Wait, so I was wrong. It was Mel B that was mad about the... Oh, it was Mel B. B, Not Mel C. Oh. 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 So Mel B's just had a shit Right? She's angry. It's okay. She's allowed to be angry. very angry. I think... I always say... So my favorite moment from that concert was literally, like, they when they, like, rise from the floor and are all wearing, like... I don't even remember what song they were doing, but they're all wearing, like boxing uh, jackets yes and literally like the video cuts to each one of them singing and and victoria beckham was not even lip singing and she just was fixing her hair <laughs> was like, this is exactly what i wanted to see <laughs> yes <laughs> she already said she's no longer a singer i mean well, come on yeah yeah I'm she's, not she's, I think self-aware. she's amazing i think she's fucking hilarious I, she's yeah. so hilarious. Yeah. She has a really self-deprecating sense of humor, and I, I th- and also that kind of like British sense of humor. So I don't think a lot of people get her. Yeah, and also she doesn't yeah. give any fucks. She doesn't. Like, she, she doesn't need to. She's like Victoria Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then moving on from girl groups to another pop diva, Richie Rich. Is this for real? This is 100% for real. I don't believe Israel actually postponed an election because of a Britney Spears concert. Yes, Britney announced that she was she's going abroad this summer um, for a, a quick little jaunt tour for everyone who can go out to see, see her in Vegas. And it's selling out like crazy. Like, Manila sold out in 30 minutes, and this Israel concert sold the fuck out in like an hour or something like that. And due to this concert selling out and the amount of people going, they moved the date of their election (laughs) as not to coincide with the Britney Spears concert. Their reasoning is that they didn't want to have people not show up to vote. And they also didn't want the traffic to interfere with people going to the polls. So they decided to just move the elections so everyone can go to the concert, whoever bought tickets, and that they can vote another day. I, mean, I think it's, I mean, that's pretty, I'm, <laughs> like, yeah, that's right, bitch. Move your goddamn election. I'm, I'm coming into town. Like, what the hell? So I'm not the biggest Britney fan, per and se. This is a great show. It's great talking to you again. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I did see like I'm friends with lots of Britney stands and like I mm-hmm. feel like I saw that thing posted like a hundred times on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was hilarious. I thought it was totally fake, first of all. Yeah. And but no, it's not totally true. I mean priorities apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's next? What's next is oh, I just saw this today actually and I was like, can he act? Ricky Martin is going to play Versace's uh, 
husband or boyfriend or whatever. Yeah, can he act? In the American Crime Story. Well, he was in Menudo. But I don't, I don't know. know. That doesn't mean shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Has he ever acted on something? Has he ever I been in a soap or anything know. like that? Oh. Huh. I don't know. The post that I saw was him in a Speedo on a beach. And, and that's like, all I care yes. about, but... If that's all he has to do in the TV series Perfect. is lay around they the pool. They can dub him over with and, someone that can act. Yeah. <laughs> if he's just in little uh, Versace like bikini underwear and you know swimsuits and laying by the pool, great. Perfect. Yeah, I feel like maybe it'll just be... Because you know, it's Ryan Murphy. Like He doesn't really care if people can act or do anything. He just wants <laughs> Obviously. Ain't yeah. that the truth. <laughs> yeah. And Ricky Martin has gotten like he was always hot, but he's gotten like even hotter now that he's older. Mm-hmm. So that's fine with yeah. me. Yeah, agreed. I think I told the story about when he came in and I was working. Uh, it was like a live chat, and he was. This is before he was out and all the stuff, and he was like late to the chat because he was hiding that he was smoking a cigarette in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Oh, Ricky. Ricky Martin. I always think of, um, whenever I just think of him, I, my grandma, who is now 88, who I always talk about a lot on Twitter, she, like, called me when he came out because she was so excited. She was Aww. like, do you think you would date him? I was like, well, I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, well, he's coming over to dinner tonight, so, or something nice. <laughs> You guess. Come on. Okay, but like, how am I going to date Ricky Martin? <laughs> I mean... Stranger things have fucking happened. Sure. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> not like you're a, not like you're a, a hobbit or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a chance meeting in a subway or a ash-filled bathroom and you never know what could happen right? with Ricky Martin. I mean, let's move on to our next topic. <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't seen any of the American crime stories, so I I, I do Me find either. this topic to be very interesting because it yeah. hasn't been covered very mm-hmm. much in uh, the media. I mean, at the time it was, but I don't feel like... Like the OJ thing, I think, has yeah, sort of survived. It's always been rehashed, rehashed again and again and again because OJ, like needs money so he gets in front of <laughs> but this one hasn't been so I think I think it will be interesting especially for Kim yeah. Martins and uh, you know little speedos by the I just want him naked that's fine yeah I'll tune in <laughs> I mean I've heard I've heard like consistently good things about American Crime Story yeah I've heard it's really yeah. good yeah I've never watched it though but that's the only one that I'm like alright maybe I'll give that a shot because I think it like just went up on Netflix vaguely recently but yeah. Ryan Murphy's just exhausting, so Yes he is. Jesus. He's very he's very inconsistent. Like I always enjoy the concept of the show and the yes. ideas behind it. But you know, there are some like there are things that you need. You know what I mean? <laughs> like there like are like continuity and continuity. Logic. <laughs> you you need a character that um has like some you have to have some sense of who they are. Mm-hmm. And a lot of his characters just sort of... I feel like it's just... It starts off strong and then it's like, who the fuck are these people? Where the fuck did this person go? What the hell did this plot twist happen? Why? What, yeah. happened, to the, what happened to the other plot, first of all? It's just, just like... And then just kills everyone. It's like, yeah. everyone, we have two days to write this episode now. And then everyone dies. <laughs> and then everyone dies. And then everyone dies into it in the last few episodes. 
I always say that he like jerks off too hard while looking in the mirror while writing his scripts and he's like, oh, this is great. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> well, him and Quentin Tarantino would be great friends. Oh, God, or lovers. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you guys remember when that happened? When that actual. Uh, Ryan Murphy and Quentin Versa- Tarantino no, fucking? Oh. No, the Versace. <laughs> do you guys remember when that happened and there was yes. that manhunt and all that stuff? Mm hmm. I actually don't. No? Not to try to pretend I'm young because I'm not, because I remember OJ happening. But I don't remember this. No. Yeah, there was like, so, it was a huge mystery at first because absolutely no one knew what had fucking happened except that, you know, Versace had been gunned down in front of his Mm -hmm. house. And then, like, all these things kind of came to light, and it was, like, this big mystery, and, like, unraveling who this person was, and, like, it was really a crazy couple of days before they found this person. I just Googled it right now, and I'm learning things about him. Yeah, this guy was, yeah, this guy was, like, obsessed with him, and I think had met him at a party once, Mm -hmm. and... But he also had committed numerous other crimes. Yeah, and like this wasn't his first heist. No, <laughs> no, and like stole identities. And didn't he kill somebody else too? I think so. Didn't he kill like two yeah. other pe- couple other yeah, people? I'm looking, I'm looking at his Wikipedia, and it says that he killed at least five other people. Oh yeah, shit! It's like we have an intern. Oh yes. <laughs> he come back every week. This is what I do on my show. I'm always, like, crazy Googling things. So I don't want to say something that's wrong. <laughs> oh, we just say it. Yeah, we just, like, totally <laughs> Yeah, it was a really bizarre... Because it was kind of, like, a path to this happening. And so I think a couple of the people were even before Versace and then a couple were after or something like that. Ooh. It was just this whole... I mean, it was Shit kind show of gay nuts. murder. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Oh, God. It was, like, really captivating. I mean, I do remember being pretty young at the time, but it was just mm-hmm. everywhere. Oh, Jesus, yeah. yeah. He beat the first person he killed, he beat to death with a claw hammer? Yes! It was know. something crazy like that. that. He, like, bludgeoned someone to death. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. So don't fuck with those gays, we'll kill you. So this is perfect <laughs> Ryan Murphy territory, because... <laughs> yeah. Right. That guy seriously has a fucked up mind. Have you ever seen Nip Tuck? Jesus Christ, what a fucked up show. Oh shit, that was him, wasn't it? Yeah. That makes so much sense. <laughs> that makes so much sense. Show. I totally forgot about that. Oh my god. Jesus. Yeah. Alright, well. <laughs> given plenty of shade to Ryan Murphy this episode. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. Well, he deserves uh, it. I mean, come on. Oh, uh, he's yeah, he's, he's a very a bit nice insufferable. Guy. <laughs> I'm like he's a nice guy. Um, <laughs> so we'll move on to our next topic. And I, at first, I wasn't sure if I wanted to do this. And then when Ian and I were talking before the show, he um, mentioned some artifacts that made me want to bring it to light. So this week, and you'll forgive me, I forget which publication it appeared in, but Anne Hathaway did an interview. With one of the kind of writer, bloggers, haters of hers on the internet who wrote a number of kind of scathing or mean things about her. And they ended up actually having kind of like a decent conversation or something. Hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But as it turns out, he's really hot. So, <laughs> so all is, is forgiven for his, for his maliciousness. Yes. <laughs> he is. He's very nice, and he's really hot. Yes. <laughs> Which, actually, I'm surprised that he was such a big Anne Hathaway hater, because I don't know how I didn't know that, but, you know, I didn't know that until the article came out. Why do you think she's so polarizing? People really like her or people really dislike her? Yeah. And I can't remember really anything she's done that's been that obnoxious, per se. Yeah, right? Except maybe the press for Les Miserables or whatever, but I don't watch a lot of those late night shows and I don't, you know, like... I don't know. Like, she never really... I I just can't pinpoint what what it is. like, really problematic or anything. I mean, I don't really think of her period, but <laughs> I don't really think of her either. <laughs> but she's she's really good, and when you see her in movies, yeah. she's always really good. Yeah, she's just. I uh, mean, same. Like, I think I don't know. I really liked her as my like big unpopular DC opinion is that I really liked her as Catwoman. <laughs> I just said except, he just as Catwoman. Said except for Catwoman. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I liked her acting as Catwoman. I didn't okay. buy her physically as Catwoman. Okay, uh, but fair. her her character stuff, her scenes, she was awesome. Um, but like yeah. that, that one scene where she's like, she goes and beats up the guys, and then the cops come in and she starts screaming. And yeah, just be like, like I thought that scene was really good. Yeah, the screaming part was really good. Yeah. But I just like I said, her I don't know, her movements were not. They, they could have done her some more favors, you know. I'm just biased. Michelle yeah. Fiverr's always Catwoman. To me. <laughs> That's true too. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Hmm. Well, anyway, apparently this whole thing happened and they kind of had some sort of positive resolution to it. So, um, the good news is... I mean, she seems like she's a good sport, right? Like... (laughs) Have you ever... So, Ian, you write for a number of publications, yes? Um, Yeah, kind of. (laughs) And you're... And have you ever said something about someone or something that you've, like, regretted or come into contact with someone like related to something you um, <laughs> you know what I mean um, I'm trying to think um, when I when I interned at BuzzFeed I wrote and Nick Jonas had done like that photo shoot the like first big photo shoot where he was like half naked mm-hmm. yeah I remember like being really weird about like Oh, he came into the office, like, that same week, and it was my most viewed post I'd ever written for them. Um, and I remember being like, oh, my God, does he know? But he had no idea. He didn't, well, he either didn't give a shit or didn't know who I was. <laughs> right. So, like, it didn't matter, but I was like, Ugh, is he going to not like me? Like, he knows that, like, I'm, like, this, like, thirsty gay man who wrote a post about him being hot. Um, <laughs> but, like, now that's all the internet writes about him, so, like, okay, it's not that yeah. big of a deal. Like, because of friends. Like, I never, like, felt <laughs> awkward. Yeah. But... He was he was really awkward, so I don't know. Um, I did well. Okay, wait. So wait, I did <laughs> the actress who played Anya on Buffy. Yeah, Emma Caulfield. Um, I think she at first when she joined Twitter, she like she did like she was in like some web series, and it was like, show me you subscribe to my web series, and I'll follow you on Twitter. And I did, and she followed me, and we used to like sometimes talk, and she seemed to really not like, get annoyed if anyone brought up Buffy. Yeah. Um, And in a post I wrote, I said that, and I feel like she saw that because she muted me, like, very much right after that. Oh. 
Um, And I know because she hasn't responded to anything I've ever tweeted her since, but she still follows me. Um, And that's just weird. I'm always like, oh, God damn it. Did she read that thing? I didn't think she would read it, but, you know. But what's bad about that though? She muted me because I was annoying, so I don't know. (laughs) But, I mean, what's annoying about that though? Yeah, not at all. I don't know. She should be glad anyone's talking to her. Amen. <laughs> I forgot she was on the show until you mentioned her name right now, actually. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, yeah, that was a character. No one's ever going to come on this show. No celebrity is right. ever, ever, ever going to come on this show. <laughs> Except Kesha. Right. Nothing but nice things about her. <laughs> she has nothing else to do right now. So, She's hey, the only come one. on down to the show, girl. Get on the, come on the show. Wait, wait. Do either of you know her? No, I, no, I, know. I mean, I she, a long time ago, I don't think recently, but she's played on the WeHo Dodgeball team before. And oh, yeah, I forgot about she, that. Yeah, she definitely is, really? like, super gay-friendly and hangs out in WeHo when she's around, but I, she, I don't even, I think she's in New York oh. and stuff. Yeah. So. Uh, she's, she's, like, one of my favorites, so I love that. Yeah, no, we're always, like, so nice to her. We're so fucking it's awful the only to person actually really nice to you all the time, consistently. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Uh, Wendy Williams was horrible for, to people for fucking 20 years of her radio career, and everyone's on her show, so we can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would say this. I would say the same terrible things about them to their face. We're just honest. Just to get a reaction to them. That's why people listen to us. Exactly. Well, I mean, I would expect them to, like, shade me as well, so it'd be great. Anne Hathaway, get on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> Hang out in the bed. I know, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's like Richie Rich, the cat, and then this like a Anne very Hathaway. special guest star, yeah, Anne Hathaway, laid out. chilling. Yeah, she's like, I also don't know why people don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I have one more thing for celebrity shade, and then we'll do some nerd news. Which uh, I'm sure you're aching to get into this. Yeah, I'm sure everyone's excited about this because we're all nerds so without mentioning uh, maybe any specific names there was a pepsi ad this week that <laughs> pissed off the internet and basically the premise of the ad is this hot young model at a photo shoot that's outside and on the street okay and while this is happening there's like a protest going on and some like cute guy sort of gives a come hither face and the model rips off her oppressive blonde wig and smudges off her oppressive lipstick and (laughs) suddenly is no longer in this glamorous dress she's in a pair of jeans and she's joining this protest and she grabs a pepsi (laughs) and goes up to a line of cops who are all like forming that line and gives the cop a pepsi and then everyone cheers Yep. Which, when you kind of describe it like that, it's almost like and, but when you <laughs> when you see it, it's way worse. Yes, <laughs> because we have seen it many times on the news and in social media, where you know people are um, in these protests and they you know these lines are formed and the mm-hmm. police are in riot gear and. It doesn't just so happen in those instances that they share a Pepsi and a smile. Usually, 
<laughs> like some shit goes down and people were really offended by it especially because it really mirrored one of the famous images that kind of supports yep. the black lives matter movement where there are these swat uh police like four or five of these guys coming in and the student is just like or this young black girl in a dress is just like st- standing there basically so people were very upset and very offended. What was your take from the whole thing? Which one of us? Um, <laughs> uh, somebody go. <laughs> you go first, Ian. Um, so I like I saw everyone tweeting about it, and then I was like, oh, this probably isn't that bad. Everyone's like probably overreacting. And then I watched it and was like, oh, God, this is fucking garbage. Um, <laughs> oh, I mean, it's terrible, but it's not... It, like it, it felt like I don't know. I felt like I couldn't believe that that many people, like how many people, looked at it and approved it before. Right. That's it what everyone keeps down. saying. Is like I felt they thought that they were going to do something that people were going to be like, oh my god, this is like so cool, and you know, like I think they truly yeah. were so up their own asses that that's why it got passed through because yeah. they thought they were going to do something touching. I would agree with that. They they made it look like a protest is like Coachella. Like they might as well have been at Coachella. Totally did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. In fact, if they had just done something like Coachella, where instead of being behind the VIP line and you know getting her picture taken, she joined the party. Yeah. That would have been so much more effective. You know what right. I mean? But wow. That would have made sense. Yes. Yes. This was just very tone deaf. Oh no, guys, hold up. I got this. I got a Pepsi in my pocket. Yeah. (laughs) Let me, I'll stop all this right now. Well, did you guys see that, um, what was it? Martin Luther King's granddaughter? I was just about to bring that up. Yes. (laughs) What happened with that? She tweeted, if only my grandfather had had a can of Pepsi. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha ha ha, shade. Yes. <laughs> yes. Come on the show. Come on the show. <laughs> they had to have felt so stupid having Martin Luther King's granddaughter right. tweet that. Like, yeah. Well, or you know, if you're going to do something like that and get into the idea of joining the conversation or getting in on whatever, why not actually have people of influence and descendants of people like that doing something where they're you know, reminiscing and while sharing a Pepsi or whatever. I mean, I don't think it's a good idea at all, but why at least not have when they get all political, the real why can't they just have of... pop stars singing and dancing and fucking opening up Pepsis? I mean, well, come on. I think they wanted to say that they support having a voice and, you know, this whole movement, this, you know, whatever, but it also just feels very cheap to yeah. be like, oh my God, you guys, yeah. we're cool. We're cool. We're cool too. Like, you guys. <laughs> like, so when you protest next time, here, just have a can of Pepsi. Right. Like, it's. Well, I don't make everything work. better. Yeah, no. And also, they just made it look like a protest is just like a fun party. Right? <laughs> right. Like, you know, every time I've been to one in New York, it's freezing fucking cold. <laughs> and I see her. Like, it's not a fun time. No. It makes you feel good, but like, it's not a fun time. It's not a party. <laughs> no. So my favorite part of the ad, well, there's two favorite parts of the ad, and they all have to do with the model. So this is how, this <laughs> to me, like, no, I will not name I feel like we're talking about Voldemort here. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
which I, to me just showed like how fucking tone deaf it is. First of all, when she rips off this oppressive blonde wig, she passes it off to a black woman whose right. face in the commercial even is like, I cannot believe you did me. <laughs> First of all. Second of all, the guy, they couldn't even edit that out. The guy that gives her a come hither look in the crowd, once she joins the crowd, she literally shoulders past him to leave him in the dust so she can go give this cop a, a can of Pepsi. It's just like so oblivious to, oh God. <laughs> but like not in an intentional way but it's hilarious god I can't I'm crying <laughs> fucking royalty god. and fucking political you know oh I can't it's even fucking Pepsi no, well, not only that but it's like when you protest it's not about who you are in the street <laughs> protesting like you know yeah shit it's not a red carpet bitch mm-hmm. <laughs> It just felt very like they were trying to be like, look, we're we're being political, but like very not being political. Yeah, like, you can't do that. Yeah, this is weird. All right, well that leads us to our final subject matter before we get to who do we hate, who do we love, and our sex question of the week. It is nerd news. We don't have a sound effect for nerd news yet, so you'll be making plenty of sounds in just a couple of seconds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> nerd news. <laughs> All right, so first of all, we talked about this last week was how Ghost in the Shell was bombing, and mm. it's because the hardcore fans weren't into it, and I don't know, it just didn't didn't seem to have any kind of buzz or whatever. You said it made, like, how much the second weekend? I can't even remember. Something abysmal. Yeah. But I know they'd lost Paramount Pictures between 60 to $100 million. Whoops. Probably yeah. won't be whitewashing anything else again. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, we talked about this last week because I feel like if you want to do an American version of something, fine. But, yeah. you know, it's it's very grounded in that anime culture. Yeah. So the fans of it are expecting something a little different, you know? Yeah. And it's just clearly yeah. bombing. Yeah, oh. because, like, I feel like what you said, like, okay, they want to make an American version, but, like, don't make everything, like, around them using, like, Japanese culture and, like... <laughs> right. All, like, it just, that just feels weird. Like, well, then you're not really making an American version. You're, like... Uh, did you guys see what Scarlett Johansson said about it? It was, like, really embarrassing. She was like, I would never do a movie that does whitewashing. It's like, oh, my God. Really? <laughs> really, girl? <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie. Well, I actually have never read the original or whatnot, so, you know, maybe this is just a good time to dive into the original source material and really get a sense of what it is about. It has such a... The people who love Ghost in the Shell, like my friend Devin, who I think I was talking about last week, uh, he, like, he is so obsessed with it and, like, so mm. into it. So it's one of those things where, you know, everybody's got a Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. Um, that leads us to our 
second topic in nerd news, which I went on a mini rant on earlier, and I hope to expand upon that now. (laughs) Apparently, Squirrel Girl from the Marvel Universe is getting a TV show. Yep, live action on Freeform. So, this is not a Netflix series? No. What is Freeform? What is Freeform? It used to be ABC Family, I think. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so it's like a kid's show. Well, I would hope so. It's about a fucking bitch that has scroll powers. (laughs) Yeah, first of all. I think they're trying to, like, branch out and make it more, like, it's, like, kind of, like, YA kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Because they're doing a Cloak and Dagger TV show as well. Uh Oh, I used to love Cloak and Dagger. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I used to really like, I used to uh, really like them. Well, Squirrel Girl is a superhero who has the ability to communicate with squirrels. I think that's great if you're like a five-year-old or whatever. But she actually exists within the Marvel Universe alongside like Spider-Man and the Fantastic Four and Doctor Doom. And in fact, once defeated Doctor Doom by having an army of squirrels attack him. Yo, well, I when you say it like that... I can't. I can't. I cannot. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I can't. I'm really glad it's not a Netflix series. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. If you, if you haven't guessed, Wes will not be doing it into the show. Do you know what, too? Like, I really don't like squirrels, either. Like, squirrels are literally just rats in cute costumes. <laughs> I'm serious. They're weird. They're so cute, though. No, they're not cute. <laughs> they're weird, and they'll try to encroach on you, and they'll steal things from you, too. Wait, what? Yep, squirrels will steal things from you. I thought you. raccoons yeah. stole shit. Yeah, raccoons steal things, too. Ooh, raccoons are mean. Why are rodents so damn thievish? Rodents are mean. <laughs> they are. Yeah. Rats. My parents, my parents had a raccoon stuck under their porch once when in New Jersey, and that motherfucker would, like screech and try to kill anything that went near it. Yeah, they make they're noises? Scary. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they have like, like they'll hiss at you and... Oh, I've ooh. only seen them like steal shit. Mm-mm. Oh no, they will hiss at you and... Oh yeah. hell no. Fuck that. I was walking home. There's on my Instagram, if I scroll back far enough, I was walking home one night from work at night and I kept seeing these little glowy eyes it uh underneath the you know in WeHo they have the little drainage system oh yeah I was like what the fuck is that but there were like all these little like things kept writhing and little glowy things that was like fucking freaked me out I I just thought it was like a you know I actually thought it was like a hurt dog or like a hurt cat I would have been like demons me the fuck out of here so I in a very strange moment. I was like, let me help this wounded animal as though I could do anything about well, this. Well, that is the whitest moment you've so, ever had in uh, your entire yeah. life. <laughs> <laughs> You're the bitch that gets killed first in the fucking horror film. I know. Film. Uh, let oh. me just check out the suspicious there might be wo- wounded kittens down there. <laughs> God. I'll be right back, you guys. There comes the clown from It popping out of the fucking sewage. <laughs> I'm gonna go smoke some pot. I'll be right back. Um... So I see this thing, and I think it's a hurt animal, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And I walk up, and it's actually a little family of raccoons. And as soon as uh, they all make eye contact with me, they all go, and they make this horrible, like, hissing sound in unison. 
And I was like, you know, I know that one raccoon could be like nasty. I'm not sure I could actually beat up five raccoons. And that's how Doctor Doom got taken down by those squirrels. That's raccoons. See? That's not squirrels. Same shit. Doctor Doom yeah, has fucking armor. Are yeah. I feel like. Not over a hundred squirrels. Mm. Anything in numbers can, can no. be deadly. Come on, come on, raccoon girl. I'm down with. <laughs> Is that even a person? No, but so it should, like, should be. Let's find a comic. I'm gonna make. Yes, I'm gonna make. Raccoon girl. She's gonna fuck squirrel girl up. <laughs> so done with this. Uh, all right, you guys. We're closing in on the hour. So it's time to get to our last topic of the podcast before we answer our sex question. Now, Ian, you've had the entire hour to prepare for who do we hate, who do we love. And mm-hmm. Richie Rich and I will go first so you have a little more time if you need it. We're gonna start with hate of the week. And then okay. we'll end on love. So, okay. uh, Richie Rich, who do you hate this week? This week, I hate badass children and the parents who spawn them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking tired of walking around in restaurants, in public places, and having just children roaming around as if the world is your fucking jungle gym and their parents Ugh. being like 18,000 feet ahead of them or behind them. This is how this is how children get killed. This is how children get kidnapped. Yeah. And then they want to be on fucking the Channel 11 News. To be, I don't know how this could have happened. I do, bitch, take care of your goddamn children. Okay. <laughs> yes. Oh, I know. It's ridiculous. God, it's, I blinked for one moment. No, you didn't. You no. were fucking having mimosas at your fucking table at the restaurant while your child's roaming around God knows where. And then they get abducted. You can always tell who the cool parents are and who the cool kids are going to be immediately. Mm. And you can always tell who the nightmares are. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My hate of the week is veterinary bills. Because, as I may have mentioned on a few podcasts, I have a very old cat. She hasn't made any noise tonight. Um, normally she, last week and she started chiming in at the very end yeah of that's it. true she's <laughs> she usually does make a few sounds but uh, my my cat kitty is uh, 18 years old and she had kidney failure uh, a couple months or a month ago and I did like a $1,300 bill after that and <sighs> because she's very old we don't I'm not gonna post a picture of this because it looks so horrendous but right now if you were to look at her sleeping on my bed she looks like mm. a fucking zombie cat because her <laughs> eyes are like half open and she's got kind of scraggly raggedy fur right now because she needs groomed and she has giant patches shaved out of her skin and little stitchers in these little cuts on her skin, oh. which cost me another $400 because Jesus. last night I was grooming her and as I've done many, many, many times, when I felt a little matted fur, I, you know, all the lights were on. I was like reaching down. I could mm-hmm. see where it was connected. And I just took a pair of scissors and clipped those little mats off. Well, her top coat is so long because she is long haired. You know, I was just brushing it over. And I've done this so many times, you guys. But last night I brushed it over and I was like, you know, that looks pink. And her, her obviously, like if you don't know, if you don't have a cat or a dog, the, the, the fur of any animal is the same color as its skin. Mm-hmm. So if you were to shave a zebra, it would be striped, just like, just like its fur is. 
So a black cat, her skin is black. So seeing pink is not Yeah, good. it's not normal. And she was just laying there the whole time like, hey, yeah, brush me, cut it out. I don't care. And I had <laughs> in three different spots, I had uh, nipped her skin. She's a tough old broad. She didn't give a shit. <laughs> but, you know, because she has such long hair and she is so old, there's a chance of infection. So, of course, I took her in and they were like, oh, well, she needs stitches. Because, of course, if you take your animal into the vet, they're going to do something. Right. They're not going to be like, ah, eh, she's fine. Just come back if, you know, this happens. Put some neosporin on yeah, her. Yeah, they're going to do something. So that's why they shaved her and all that stuff. So I mm. fucking hate veterinary bills. It's a lot of money, but I will say this uh, just as a warning to anyone. Honestly, grooming your pet at home, aside from brushing and maybe bathing, don't clip their nails. Don't try to cut their hair. Just don't do it. Um, just take them in and have someone professionally you know, do it. So I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I've done it so many times, and now I'm wondering if I've clipped her in the past and just not known it. Oh, yeah. You know, so never again. And let that be a lesson to you, but also $400? Right. Shit. Uh, all right, Ian, what do you hate this week? Well, I, I knew the moment you said this from the beginning what I was going to say. I don't know if you saw on Twitter. Um, I went to a book signing on Tuesday because my the person who plays someone we discussed a lot, Sarah Michelle Geller, mm-hmm. she... Did a book signing for her cookbook, Food Stirs. Yeah. And she ruined my fucking day. Oh. What? She was so dismissive and didn't give a shit and clearly didn't want to be there. (laughs) Sarah Michelle Yes. Okay. The fuck else did she have to do? And well, so she had been complaining all day on social media about how long her day was. I'm like, I get it. You had a long day. But like, cancel the book signing then. Don't do it. So do housewives so, around the country. <laughs> it was, it, like, she was, like, I think she did two book signings that day and, like, was on, like, two morning shows and then was on Andy Cullen at night and then, like, flew back to L.A. the next day. But, like, I don't give a shit. That's not my problem. You're a celebrity making a lot of money doing this. Exactly. And it's also, like, one day out of how many right. that she really has to right. work. Exactly. Like, oh, so one day she was busy. That's probably the last <laughs> day she that's that busy in months. So, whatever. It's for Foodsters. Everyone in line is clearly there because they're a Buffy fan. That's probably why she's pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think so. Totally. And like, so everyone in line is like a Buffy fan. They, my boyfriend came with me. It was pouring rain. I will wait. They made us wait outside of the store in the rain for three hours. What? Security was super rude. And they said like, the whole thing was she, she's only signing cookbooks. Like the Food Stirs cookbook, which I understand, whatever. And she's doing personalized signatures on the cookbooks and doing um, posed photos with people who come. So basically, I was going because I was like, oh, I want to get a selfie with fucking Buffy. Like, (laughs) it'll be complete. Of course. So I, and my boyfriend, like, went just to come with me and he got it signed for my mom because my mom's the one that got me into Buffy, blah, blah, blah. I knew my mom would really like it. So as we're going in, everyone's like soaked. We're going in. They tell us, you have to put your phones away. She said no photos. <laughs> oh my God, I can't. Uh, and I'm like, what? And they were like, nope, no photo. And like security's like yelling at anyone who takes out their phone. I got yelled at. But I didn't care because I was like, let them kick me out. I don't even care about the sign cookbook. So yeah. I took like a bunch of pictures when I was like a little bit farther away. Yes. And security came up and was like, you have to put that away. I was like, fine, whatever. Um, 
we get up there, her personalized signature on my book and the one that my boyfriend got signed for my is just it says my name, I A N, and then right underneath it says S M G. That's it. <laughs> what the Not best? even like a punctuation to say that those aren't the same things. Like <laughs> she wrote six letters on my book, said thanks, and passed it right back to me. Yeah. And I was what like, this hell? is it. I'm so mad. And so when I got out of the line, a bunch of people were like complaining to the manager, and I was just like so annoyed that I didn't say anything, but I was listening. And the manager of the store goes, this is how this woman treats her fans. This was her terms of coming here. She canceled last minute. She canceled photos. This is on her, not us. Yeah. Well, so, well I mean, what, what are you going to do? What a bitch. I've, I've actually heard she is kind of a notorious B-I-T-C-H. Why, though? <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Oh, my God. I would have been like, Sarah, hold this spatula. Wait, this is a steak. I said the spatula, I swear. Just hold it. <laughs> And yeah. I actually people like unfollow me. They were mad at me because like we have a couple like listeners from the podcast that are you know big Buffy fans, and they were like, "Oh, why do you have to like trash talk her on Twitter?" And I was like, "Because she was being a dickhead. That's why." Right. <laughs> you gotta keep it real. You can't right? be like making excuses for her or whatever. Like that's rude. You know. You right? know. You know. You have a fan base, and I mean, I look at. I mean, not to always bring it back to Wonder Woman, but I haven't brought her up in this episode yet. I always look at someone like Linda Carter, who, even though she tries very, very hard to be a jazz singer and does a tour every year as a jazz singer (laughs) and wants people to know her as a singer, she has never, like, tried to get away from Wonder Woman or not, you know, really fully embraced that that is a big part of who she is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's like where a lot of this attitude comes from with someone like Sarah Michelle is she has this cult show where people fucking loved it and she just can't accept it and roll with it. It's just weird, right? Because like, I'd be happy to be known for something like... Yeah. I mean, anything, you know, it's like (laughs) something, well, I mean, anything, you know, that was in your heart or creative or whatever, but it's like... Just be happy with with that, number one, and that people are buying your damn cookbook. Jesus. I I mean, I think it would have been great if she kind of played off the Buffy theme for the cookbook. Right. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) go with it. Just embrace it. Like, ugh. So, yeah, that's who I currently... I'm like, oh, am I going to get over this after a while? I mean, I probably will because I have a Buffy podcast, but like... Ooh, I had I like unfollowed her on Twitter and on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> a bitch deleted. Yeah, I know it's it's hard when you're like, oh, yeah. oh, that pisses me off. Well, <laughs> what are we gonna do? So that was my passionate. What I hate this. Your week. hate of the week. <laughs> oh, well, I hate that too. Let's end on love, Richie. Rich, yeah. who do you love this week? <laughs> I have two loves this week. Because he didn't get to do it last week, so oh, I have yeah. to carry over. <laughs> I have to combine them. Okay, so I love the show Chewing Gum on Netflix. I have never seen it. It's my new obsession. It's they've had it's super easy to watch. You can totally catch up in a day. Because each there's only there's two seasons so far, and they're each just six 22 minute episodes. Okay. It's a British comedy. Um, it's about this black girl who's like a 25 year old virgin, and she like. Dumps her Christian boyfriend, and she's, like, on just a mission to, like, get laid, and she's hilarious. First of all, the actress um, is also a writer on the show, 
and got all these like awards overseas or whatever, but I was not prepared for how funny it was. It just kept popping up in my newsfeed randomly, and I was like, what the fuck is chewing gum? Why is everyone talking about this goddamn show? And I watched it, and I was hooked. I was like, oh my god, this is great. Like, it's just quick enough. I've only heard about it recently. Yeah. I think through you. Yeah, it, yeah, they're on season two now, but yeah, it's only 12 episodes now total for the entire two seasons. Did you finish season two? Oh, no, I'm only on like episode three of, or four of season one. I just discovered it when I was trying to go to sleep the other night, and I was like, I need to go to sleep and go to work. But I, I watched season one. I really liked it. I'm going to watch season two after I finish. Yeah, it's so good. It's just very well made. It's yeah. hilarious. She's so awkward. It's great. All right, we'll have to my first love. My second love, and this is from last week, I love Pornhub for having the best fucking April Fool's joke ever. Oh, God, what did they do? Okay, Pornhub scared the fuck out of me, and I'm sure a, a gazillion people around the fucking world last week on April Fool's. If you went on and clicked on a video, it had a pop-up saying, thanks so much for sharing. We have a new feature now that automatically shares all your social media. <laughs> we've already linked everything no need to do anything else and they had two options yes thanks so much or the bottom option was what the fuck Pornhub how do I stop this <laughs> so you click the X and then another pop up pops up and says just kidding April Fool's all of our all of our sites are encrypted and none of your information is being shared oh that's great <laughs> but without giving too much information away I almost threw my goddamn laptop at my door. I was l repeatedly refreshing my Facebook to make sure that nothing popped up. <laughs> I slowly started seeing things pop up on my Twitter about it. And yeah, so I love you, Pornhub. That was a, the best April Fool's joke ever. <laughs> Who do you love this week was? I uh, have to you know, love all of the love that I have gotten this week, especially today on my birthday. I went into, I did teach a class today. I love teaching a lot. So, um, you know, it was really fun to have a class today. It was like all divas, like a lot of Britney and like, like a lot of shit that I like, you know, mm. Kesha. Um, and <laughs> and um, I, they had a bottle of champagne there for me, Aww. and they had like drawn the Wonder Woman logo on the mirrors, and you know, uh, just you know, there's like a you know, Trader Joe's has those little graham cracker cat cookies. So they, they gave, do, yeah, they gave me a little tin of graham cracker cat oh, cookies because you know I'm such a cat lady, <laughs> and just like you're a cat woman, yeah, <laughs> and. Um, I don't even know how many bazillion Facebook... You know, like when you log into yeah. Facebook, it's like, you have 20 skillion messages right. or like, birthday oh, messages or whatever. Um, t like, I went to the gym today just to work out, and I came back after literally half an hour of just, you know, kind of a little chest blast. <laughs> and I had like 12 messages on my phone. Like, it was ridiculous. Aww. So, yeah, definitely loving all of the uh, love today. My parents called and uh, mm. all that stuff. It's so hard being so popular. I know. I know. You deserve <laughs> it. Yeah. So, no, that's great. I mean, I, I really, like, don't play up my birthday a lot. It's just something where it's like, yeah, it happens. Uh, but, you, you know, <laughs> it, it's great that people are, you know, so, like, so into it. So, mm. yay. Oh, well, you deserve it. We love you. <laughs> All right, Ian, what about you? Ugh. 
don't know. Um, He's like, I hate everything this week. There's no love in my heart. I've had a had a shitty week. Um, mm, what do I love? I'm like looking around my apartment, like. Mm. Um, oh, I love Entertainment Weekly for putting out while it's a sore subject, the Buffy reunion. Um, that I didn't get till this week, Buffy reunion yeah. issue. Um, where they talk about a bunch of like different TV. They have like a really good Veronica Mars story and some Seinfeld stuff. Um, and like I've read the issue like three times because what the hell else am I doing? Um, <laughs> and yeah. Have you crossed out Sarah Michelle Geller's face yet? My roommate <laughs> a photo shoot that I did the other day, um, which made me, he like does set lighting for like TV shows and commercials. Like that's oh. what he does for a living. And he helped me light a photo shoot I was doing, which was very nice. and made it look so much better than when I did the lighting. Aww. Uh, yeah. He's like my straight little brother. Aww. <laughs> you guys have, like, sentimental likes and loves, and I just love porn, apparently. Yeah. No, that's fine. <laughs> that's kind of your love every week, isn't it? Aww. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, speaking of porn, let's get to the naughty stuff. <laughs> It is finally that time for the sex question of the week. All right, you guys. So the sex question is, would you rather have sex with someone you're sort of attracted to or no sex at all? Now, I have to thank Wonder Boy LB. And yes, he is a Wonder Woman fan. Uh, Wonder Boy really? LB. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christopher Cooley. Is this is you. No. <laughs> Christopher Cooley. He's actually the one that has the Linda Carter tattoo and then had her sign his arm. Oh, shit. And then got her t- her signature tattooed on his arm. That's fucking dedication. And it's something that Linda Carter has actually said was one of the craziest things that anyone has ever That's asked her to do. Awesome. I'm like, I know that guy. That's Chris. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I'm looking on Twitter, and so far, oh my god, this has been a really popular one. It's it's only been up for a few hours. It's gotten like over 20 votes. Oh, shit. So, our audience is on Team Ho. 60% said <laughs> you'd rather have sex with someone who's sort of attractive rather than no sex at all. And maybe that was after I clarified that no sex at all meant you are not getting off that night. So now we go around the room and we tell stories and we talk about whether or not we would have sex with someone who was sort of attractive or if we'd rather not have sex. So Richie, Rich, we're going to start with you. (laughs) Must we really? Yes. We're going to go around the room and end with me because it's my birthday. Fine. (laughs) God, it's the one week you're getting your way. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I've been with people that I've been, been that attracted to. Yeah. Um, usually a big penis helps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. Usually, yeah. Yes. It's like, oh, uh, oh. Okay. Hmm. Well. All right. Yeah. All right. Come on. <laughs> Put it in my mouth. Let's go. <laughs> but yes, I would definitely say yes. Yeah. Um, I would definitely date or date, um, have sex with someone 
who I'm moderately attracted to rather than not have sex at all. Can you think of a time recently where you were oh. like, um, I'm not really into this person, and then it kind of became apparent that that was your only option, and you're like, I'll just do it. God damn it. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> recently I was at this after hours pop with some coworkers of mine, and this place like starts like booze and we're just getting drunk like after work. Which is very rare for me because I'm usually a grandpa and I'm like, oh, it's one in the morning, time for me to go to sleep. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we were up to like four or five in the morning drinking and there's this guy who was claiming to be straight, of course, that's what I attract for some fucking reason. Um, and I don't even know how this conversation even happened, but it went from us talking to him asking if I was gay to saying he wouldn't mind if I sucked him off in the bathroom. Which, of course, being the lady that I am, I said no. He grabs my hand and puts it on his crotch, and I was like, well, you know. <laughs> uh, like, well, on second thought. Second thought, let's go to the bathroom. <laughs> and, yeah, I went missing for about five or ten minutes. Yeah. Good for you. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Ian, what about you? Would you rather have some, uh, sex with someone who you're sort of attracted to or not have sex at all? Okay, so, like, I don't know who could possibly, what kind of monster would answer no sex at all? <laughs> <laughs> like, sort of, and you're not saying, like, have sex with a hobgoblin. You're like, oh, someone who's not that attractive. Like, haven't we all done that before? I feel like that's my entire life when I'm single is like, oh, this will do. <laughs> so like clearly I would and also you never know there's been guys that I've slept with where I've been like eh and then like we have sex and I'm like oh that was actually really great and then I want to have sex with them again um, so like sometimes someone can surprise you and sometimes you know I've had sex with hot people that it's like ugh that was boring as shit mm-hmm, um, yeah. so definitely would rather have sex with someone I'm only slightly attracted to than no sex at all because no sex at all is boring True, and 60% of the voting audience on Twitter agrees with you, and I would pr- I would think our listeners are probably more like 80%, but I would have to go with that as well, like no sex at all versus... Shock. Yeah, I know, right? Um, I mean, if I'm not that attracted to someone, there must be some thing that I am still attracted mm. to. So I would just focus on that. Also... Like a penis. Like, yes. Or, well, because, you know, sometimes that's the disappointing part. Where you're like... Oh, oh. true. You're like, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I can tell through your clothes. I can tell. <laughs> and... <laughs> but maybe they have a nice booty. Or maybe they have a nice face. Or maybe they have nice lips. Or, you know, hair that you want to pull. Who knows? There could <laughs> just be something. A face that you want to slap. I mean, there's something... <laughs> That you can kind of tap into. I've actually had really good sex with some people where I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, he's cute. And then you throw down and you're like, damn, (laughs) this guy knows what he's fucking doing. Oh, God, this show's so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, I think for me, like, 
Generally, I am attracted to men. So whether it's someone who has, <laughs> you know, it's like it could be a daddy, or it could be someone who's more in my age group, or it could be someone like younger. Even though I'm not super attracted to younger guys, like twenty yeah, some, like especially early twenties. Oh no! Even then, it's kind of like, well, hmm. yeah, you know, you're young and hot, so yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think I'm just an equal opportunity whore. Same. <laughs> if you're just hey, in, if I you're just sending into this to, into this podcast, this is not a new subject for for Wes. Okay. <laughs> I can't even. I was gonna say, yeah. I normally try to steer away from younger, but on my birthday, once my thirtieth birthday <clears throat> a few years ago, um, I went home with a guy that I had like drunkenly made out with once at a bar. Um, and the next day, he was like, you and your roommate are the same age, right? And I was like, oh, no, he's your age. He's 26. And he was like, wait, aren't you 26? And I was like, wait, how old are you? And he was 21. Oops. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, Jesus Christ. But it was still good sex, so. <laughs> well, there you go. I had that happen with someone one time where when he said he had to go to school, I presumed he meant college. But he was actually a senior in high school. Wes! Oh my god! <laughs> he was really hot, but... I can't. He was not... He was had so much attitude, like, it wasn't even fun. Oh god. It's like, ugh. That's the one with, like, the face you want to slap. Yeah. So, yeah, I just presumed incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he meant college, but he really meant preschool. Uh, <laughs> what are you gonna do? I wasn't that much. I wasn't that. He was much hot in that stroller, time. though, wasn't he? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like there. Not that there. Certainly, there are plenty of unattractive people I would not have sex with, and there are plenty of quote unquote attractive people who are gross and I would never yes. have sex with. But yeah. for the most part. If, you know, someone is, like, sort of attractive, that means there's something, <laughs> something there. I, I do wonder, like, some people have really high standards, and they they only want to, uh, it's kind of like trophy collecting, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. So. I know so many gays that, like, only go after, like, Instagram thoughts, and I'm like, relax. Like, also, yeah. you can hook up with normal people. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, all right, you guys. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode of the Richie Rich and Westover Show. The moral of today's episode is: be a bigger whore. Sleep Pretty around. Yes. <laughs> uh, Expand your horizons. Yes. <laughs> Just do it. All right. Thanks, you guys. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Westover. I'm at Richie Rich nine oh nine. And Ian. I'm at Ian X Carlos. Until next time, be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. We need shit to read. Yes, because anything that you say in a five-star review, we will say it on the air. Good or bad. No matter what it is. Dirty or clean. (laughs) Dirty or the better. (laughs) Yeah, the dirtier the better, you guys. Please, tell us stories. All right, we will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.